At Texas Capital, we know your ambition is as big as Texas. That's why you're here. You call Texas home for the opportunity, for the untapped potential and intrepid possibilities. So why are you still banking without ambition? Come to Texas Capital and you'll find more than products and services. You'll find people who understand how to make them work in Texas. You're here, your community is here, and at Texas Capital, you can bank like you live. Learn more at TexasCapital.com. That's TexasCapital.com. Texas Capital, member FDIC. At Texas Capital, we know your ambition is as big as Texas. That's why you're here. You'll call Texas home for the opportunity, for the untapped potential and intrepid possibilities. So why are you still banking without ambition? Come to Texas Capital and you'll find more than products and services. You'll find people who understand how to make them work in Texas. You're here. Your community is here. And at Texas Capital, you can bank like you live. Learn more at TexasCapital.com. That's TexasCapital.com. Texas Capital, member FDIC. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful of me. You can act like a man! He's colossal, stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. This is a single storm podcast. may or may not heard that the Texas House has passed something that's close to universal school choice. I'm going to read Brandon Walton's take on this in uh, the Texas Scorecard. School choice legislation moves forward in Texas House. Despite the billions of dollars in teacher pay raises and additional school funding for government-run schools, the legislation was still opposed by teacher unions. School choice legislation in the House has hit a new milestone after being voted out of committee. This marks the first time school choice legislation has passed a committee in the Texas House. I think it's the first time it's been voted on in a couple of decades, as a matter of fact. House Bill 1 by State Rep. Brad Buckley, Republican from Salado, would create an education savings account of approximately $10,500 available to any child. Unused funds do not roll over from year to year. A child who is homeschooled will qualify for just $1,000. The program will be limited to by funds allocated by the legislature every two years. ESAs will be awarded based on family income levels. Students who accept an ESA will be required to take a state assessment test or a national norm reference test. Those are strings attached, folks, and A lot of folks who are proponents of getting government out of education don't want those strings. Those who do not perform satisfactorily on the assessment two years in a row will be disqualified from the program. The plan also includes teacher pay raises. In year one, full-time teachers, nurses, counselors, librarians will earn $4,000 bonus, while part-time employees will earn $2,000. In year two, the continuation of pay raises will be set by local districts using the state's basic allotment process the bill was heard on thursday in the house select committee on educational opportunity and enrichment and was approved on a 10 to 4 vote on friday despite the billions of dollars in teacher pay raises and additional school funding for government-run schools the legislation was still opposed by teachers unions 
Those voting against moving the proposal forward include Democrat state reps James Tallarico from Pflugerville, who is a communist, Gina Inahosa, who is a leftist, Barbara Jervin Hawkins, also a leftist, and Harold Dutton, who is not, which surprises me. State Representative Trey Martinez-Fisher, who chairs the House Democrats Caucus, cautioned members that the vote was merely to move the bill forward in the process to receive an up or down vote by the full House, which, by the way, should have been done in the regular session, but was not done. This special session ends on December 6th. The Senate, meanwhile, has repeatedly passed school choice legislation, including its own version, on Thursday night. Didn't take them very long. They've, they've continually passed school choice legislation. Folks, is this perfect? No, but it's a step in the right direction. And don't like all the strings, I've got to be honest with you. But some of you might be asking, well, wait a minute. During the regular session, 24 Republicans voted to stab parents and stab children in the back. Why all of a sudden this movement? And I think that has to do with the calendar. As you know, we're in November. And pretty soon we'll be getting into the holiday political doldrums where everybody kind of tunes out and spends time rightly with their families. But as soon as January 1 hits, that's when the political primary season starts to get into full swing. Now, if the House continued to thumb their nose at Governor Greg Abbott, who has made universal school choice his one of his top priorities, if the House continued to say, hey, screw you, Governor Greg Abbott, screw our voters, by the way, majority of voters in Texas, Republicans, Democrats, independents, they want parental school choice and education freedom. If they had continued to do this in the House, Governor Greg Abbott has signaled to them, okay, but I'm going to call you back into special session until you come into compliance with the will of the majority of your voters. And so these these politicians who have their own electoral futures and fortunes top of mind, they said, okay, let me do some uh, calculating here. So if January rolls around... And Governor Abbott calls another special session. I, as a stubborn left-wing pro-Democrat Republican, am going to be pulled into another special session. Aha, but wait, some of these guys might say, well, look, Dade Phelan sends us out. We don't do any work here anyway. He sends us out, you know, for a 30-day special session. We're only there for 16 days because it's all party time, right? So I just won't show up. Ah, but you see, there's a problem. There's a couple of problems, actually. When you're an incumbent Republican who is, number one, legislating against the will of your voters, that's number one. You don't want them to know about it, so you don't want it highlighted. And the fact that you're out on the campaign trail asking for people to vote for you while you are not reporting for duty in the job that you say you want to get again That's a bit problematic. And these left-wing, pro-Democrat, Republican squishes will have conservative conservative opponents showing up to debate saying, hey, you're supposed to be in special session. You're supposed to be doing the people's work. And this is, you're asking to be sent back up to Austin so you can slough off some more? Now, if they do show up and do their duty, which many of them don't, if they do show up 
and do their duty, then that leaves the primary field wide open for the conservative challengers to these left-wing shrubs. So these folks doing political preservation calculations go, oh, wait a minute. Governor Greg Abbott is serious. He actually serves the people that voted for him, unlike me, uh, like those 24 Republicans who voted against parental school choice and education freedom, led by a guy by the name of Charlie Guerin, who's been legislating against the, 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 the best interests of his constituents for many, many moons now. One of the architects of the, the coup, the Gang of Eleven coup, that started the process of Democrats electing speakers in the Republican majority. Much more on parental school choice coming your way next on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plans specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. How can switching to Patriot Mobile help you? First, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be funding a left-wing company. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They donate to the causes you and I support. How else can it help you? Well, it will keep voices like mine independent. You switch over to Patriot Mobile. They have industry-leading reliability because they're not just one network. They have all three major networks. And every single time you switch to Patriot Mobile using my promo code STORM, you support me and you keep my voice independent. So just in case somebody in the woke crowd tries to come around and cancel me, they can't because you have the power. So go to patriotmobile.com slash storm, patriotmobile.com slash storm and switch today. Can also dial 972-PATRIOT. Check out all their discounts. Stop funding your political opposition. Help keep me independent. Spend your hard-earned money on folks who have your values, not the woke crowd. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash storm. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Some of you may or may not know that since the passing of Rush Limbaugh, the Chris Salcedo Show on radio, and yes, the Salcedo Storm podcast, has been undertaking uh, this mantle that Rush left behind. He gave an account that he wrote about, which is a, a true factual account about the first Thanksgiving, what it was all about, and an indictment on collective left-wing thought that the first Thanksgiving taught us. So we've made this a labor of love. We're going to continue it this Thanksgiving as well. We're going to have a show where we use Rush Limbaugh's words to retell a story that needs to be told, and that is the real story of Thanksgiving. I pray that, that every talk show host out there in, in America does the same thing because it, it does tell a story. A story that's not being told in GovEd, my friends. It is not being told in government education because what's being taught in government education is a hatred of the West. Hatred of Western values. Hatred of 
of God. And that's why so many have been demanding and getting across these United States, these once United States, parental school choice and education freedom. 32 states currently have some form of education freedom, but not the state of Texas. We are still among the knuckle-dragging states in our union, and that might, and I want to stress, might be changing. Corey DeAngelis is a senior fellow at the American Federation for Children. He's also the executive director at Educational Freedom Institute, an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute, and a senior fellow at Reason Foundation, and a board member at Liberty Justice Center. Corey, welcome back to the Salcedo Storm podcast. Hey, Chris. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure's all mine, sir. So, uh, the of course, the, the, the Texas House is is breaking quorum because a bunch of left-wingers, Republican and Democrat, want to deny parents and the majority of Texas voters, Republican, Democrat, Independent, want to deny them what they've been clamoring for, what they've been asking for. But it is significant that a Texas House committee has passed universal school choice, a measure out of their committee. Go ahead and detail what this thing does and what it doesn't do. Right. This is a huge step forward. Uh, last time the Texas House Committee has advanced school choice was back in 2005, nearly two decades ago. So, you know, while the Senate has been passing school choice consistently, the conservative Senate in Texas, the House has been the, the blockade, even though it's been controlled by so-called Republicans for uh, for nearly two decades. So, uh, this is this is a, a huge step forward. We saw the vote of 10-4 strictly along party lines. All the Republicans voted in favor of their party platform to advance school choice. Now, it still needs to pass uh, the calendars committee. That should be easier than the education committee. And then it would need to go to the House floor. Uh, the Senate's already passed their version of universal school choice. Uh, they did it right away. They that, That's no big surprise. The Senate is, is fully on board with school choice. The governor's on board, obviously. Um, and so that's where we're at right now. And this would be universal, meaning every single family eligible, regardless of income, background, zip code, can take their children's education dollars to the education provider of their choosing. That could be the public school, if you want, or a private school, charter school, or a home-based education option. So right. it's, a, it's universal in that sense, but it is targeted based on the budget. It would only be about, I believe, $500 million or about 50,000 students. So it'd be a small pilot at, at first, and then they uh, would plan to advance and expand it later on once it's proven to work. Tell me how crucial it is, because this is a big, a big emphasis among those who are critical of 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 government having any role in education whatsoever. Because, as you know, there's no constitutionality behind the government being involved in education. So those those who are leery about trading one problem for another which is a government monopoly for government intrusion into private schooling, government intrusion into homeschooling. How important is it any measure have no strings attached, that the money simply follows the child, and that's it? Yeah, that's super important because we, we don't want uh, government intrusion to the private uh, education providers. And, um, you know, with our model legislation, we have anti-regulation language built into it. So that's important. It says that the the private education providers aren't going to be an arm of the state. They're not going to be a government provider once they start accepting the funding. That's important. But it's also important not to make perfect the enemy of the good. And the reality is, without school choice, without freedom in education, we're more likely to get government overreach to happen uh, because you have millions of kids being indoctrinated in government schools 
in the status quo to like big government policy. They're going to end up to vote to regulate private and home education in the future if we don't get them a lifeboat and, and to have them have the opportunity to go to a, a provider that aligns with their family's values, which is more right. likely to be a, a small government uh, provider in having a, a better curriculum. And then if you have a, a school choice, you get a bigger coalition to fight back against those regulations in the future. And by the way, Randy Weingarten's made, made this fear-mongering argument against school choice before. She's the president of the teachers' union, the one who fought to keep the schools closed. Uh, and she didn't say that because she's a libertarian, anti-government type. She said that because she knows that if she can stop school choice, she'll keep her gravy train going by trapping your kids in, in her failing government schools. Well, so, and that, school choice is the is the way forward, and it makes uh, the concept of homeschooling more mainstream, right? Which should reduce the likelihood of regulation too. See, and Corey, and that's where the rubber meets the road. The only reason why you have an education system of any kind is to make sure that your children are educated, right? And the worst mistake this country made was allowing the government to educate our children. And I'm going to show you why. As you know, the United States spends the most per capita on education of any nation on planet Earth. And for that, the United States academically, and that's the only measure, the that's the only measure that counts in education, academics, academically, our children rank the bottom of the middle of the pack among the industrialized nations. And that's what we get for spending the most money. So obviously, money isn't the issue. What the issue is is a failed GovEd system. Yes? That's correct. We spend over $18,000 per student per year in the government schools. That amount has increased by about 159% after adjusting for inflation since 1970. We pour more more money at the problem, throw more money at the problem. Things don't get any better. We keep, uh, it's the definition of insanity. Keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. It's because it's a monopoly. It has no incentive to spend those additional dollars wisely. And then also, so many people in the in the K-12 education system, see it as a way to control the minds of other people's children. They see it as a form of indoctrination as opposed to education. So, of course, if you see the school system as a way to inculcate your progressive values, of course you're not going to see the math test scores get any better or the reading test scores. You're going to see uh, kids more likely to vote like Democrats. So I think that's that's part of the issue here is, is the focus. Well, there, a lot of the people who get into the system needed a way to raise other people's kids, See, and that's part of the problem. A problem in Texas, too, and this, is, this isn't this uh, is universal among all the states, but in Texas, the GovEd institution is is the center of economic activity in some of these smaller districts. It's it's a, sure. an, it's an adult jobs program, and to, to hell with whether the, the, the kids learn anything, that's secondary or sometimes tertiary. They've got a football stadium which generates money, they've got uh, they, they buy books from these national vendors that reflect California values, and they don't want to. Yep. And, and if Texas goes to traditional values, and all of a sudden these book vendors have got to start, you know, catering to that, so that that's a big old mess. And then, of course, you've got uh, the the food distribution centers they're being turned into. So the 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 education system is not being used for its primary focus, which is supposed to be for educating kids. And that's what has a lot of these people so up in arms. Corey DeAngelis is our guest right now, folks. He's a senior fellow at the American Federation for Children. You mentioned Greg Abbott. And look, you and I know the politics as well as as anybody out there. The governor, Greg Abbott, had he not been stalwart and keep on calling special session after special session to make the Texas House uh, 
succumb to the will of the majority of our people. And as you know, the polls are clear. In Texas, Republicans, Democrats, independents, the vast majority of them support parental school choice and education freedom. And Governor Abbott has the people on his side, and he keeps on sending back these so-called Republican shrubs. Do your dang job. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have gotten this far, yes? That's absolutely correct. And yeah, you're, you're right on the polling, too. University of Houston, University of Texas, Austin, University of Texas, Tyler, Dallas Morning News, Texas Tribune has reported plurality support of school choice or, or majority support. So this is, you know, this is, this is uh, well known that the majority of Texans support private school choice. Even when you use biased terms like vouchers that the, that the left like to hang on to, you still have strong support of vouchers and school choice uh, in Texas. And then Abbott, yeah, he's been a staunch freedom fighter. He's campaigned across the state over a dozen cities fighting for school choice. And he's calling these special sessions. And I think the other thing here is that politicians respond to to power and and uh, and political consequences. Abbott has has uh, promised political consequences for politicians who continue to uh. block parental rights and education. So he he said we're going to get it done the easy way or the hard way. The easy way is you just you go vote for your party platform, the school choice, and then. Uh, which is supported by 88% of uh, Texas Republican primary voters on the ballot last year, which is huge support. It was even higher than the pro-life proposition, which also had a lot of support right? as well. Yeah, I know. Um, and and, and by then, the way, Corey, just for the rest of the the rest of the country that happens to be watching and tuning into what's happening in Texas, again, 32 of the states already have joined the civilized yep. states in parental school choice and education freedom. I'm sad to report that Texas is still among the knuckle-dragging states in this regard. But for the rest of you, there, there's a regular legislative session that happens every other year here in Texas. And this, uh, because of the Texas House leadership, who are re- they're really Democrats who are masquerading as Republicans. They've, they deliver the most socialist, communist, left-wing, pro-enemy specials, or a regular session, rather, in, in Texas history. And because of that, we're coming back to the uh, taking more and more bites of the apple. This is the fifth special session, which the governor has the authority under the Texas Constitution to call a special special session. And this is the fifth time they've had to go back to do their jobs. And and th- this is a this is a testament to how much how big a losers these so-called Republicans in leadership are. They keep on having to be told, Corey, by by daddy governor. Go back and do your job, little man, little woman. Go back and do the will of your constituents. And this is the fifth time. And to your point about the politics of this, Governor Abbott has said there will be a sixth, there will be a seventh, there will be an eighth, right into the political primary season. And isn't that the danger for these so-called yeah. Republicans? That if you if if this pushes into a primary season and the the voting constituents in the in the primaries go, oh my gosh, my representative is going against my will. That's going to cost a lot of these shrubs their jobs, isn't it? That's exactly what happened in Iowa. Governor uh, Reynolds out there similarly pushed for, for school choice. Couldn't get it done in the House with the same issue. And she went out and endorsed a bunch of the pro-school choice candidates, got a new House, and passed universal school choice this year. So Abbott's, I think, playing the same, um, uh, taking the same strategy here. And it's a, it's a similar, it's, it's an interesting parallel we already have primary candidates who have announced against these anti-school choice incumbents in the House. So I think that might be why they advanced the bill through the committee. They're seeing the political winds shifting even more so in favor of school choice. And I, I got to say, 
Over the past two years, 10 states have already passed universal school choice in just a short period of time, all controlled by Republican legislatures. You look at Arizona. They had one-seat GOP majorities in, in the Senate and House, and they all showed up. They all voted for school choice. Same thing in, in North Carolina. They all signed on to a bill, every single Republican in both chambers, gave them enough votes to, to override a veto from uh, Roy Cooper, in, who is a Democrat in North Carolina. So it, it can be done. Texas has stronger majorities. It's, it's been done in the Senate already uh, over and over again. The House needs to get it together. They have stronger majorities in, their, in the House in Texas, the Republicans, than in Arizona. So yep. if Arizona can do it, we can do it. The excuse, Chris, is that, oh, Texas has rural areas. But that's the dumbest <laughs> argument I've ever heard because West Virginia is more rural. They have universal school choice. Maine and Vermont are more rural. They've had voucher programs since the 1800s. Because students uh, didn't have public schools in rural areas, the state gave the families vouchers to go to private schools or other public yep. schools. So they figured out a long time ago, if you don't have a lot of choices, that's a good argument to expand opportunity, not to restrict it. Yeah, so and it's, it's this argument in Texas has been just an excuse for fake Republicans to side with the status quo. There it is. It's an excuse because they don't want the A word accountability. They are they have been trying okay. to escape accountability. They don't want to be held accountable by parents who have their children's best interest at heart, uh, rather than you know the, the lining of pockets from special interests no no that they, 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 they are just dead set against they are terribly afraid of any accountability to government and that's why they oppose parental school choice and it looks like they may be doing so it may cost praise god some of them their jobs Corey DeAngelis, everybody senior fellow at the american federation for children sir always appreciate the time and advocacy yeah, thank you so much, Chris. Senator Ted Cruz has said this is the civil rights issue of our day, and I believe he's 100% correct. Parental school choice and education freedom. The money should follow the child, and the parents are the best determinant of how to educate that child, not the state, not the government. And I will add, the worst mistake this country ever made was allowing the government to educate our children. That's going to do it, everybody, for this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do yourself a favor by checking out a couple of websites. First off, TexasScorecard.com. They will follow the ins and the outs of where this legislation goes in Texas in our effort to join the civilized states of the union when it comes to parental school choice and education freedom. Also go to ChrisSalcedo.com, and that's where you find me. The Chris Salcedo Shows on AM 700 KSEV, The Voice of Texas, AM Talk Radio that's simulcast on Rumble and Getter and Newsmax 2. Also have a TV show on Newsmax 1 that you can catch every afternoon, 4 o'clock till 5 Eastern. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me, we the people. Stay safe out there, my friends. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.